Is now your time to make home sweet home even sweeter? When you are ready to refinance, Wells Fargo is here to help you use the power in your property. Whether you want to make home improvements or just make more great moments in the home you love. No matter your reasons to refinance, now's your time. Get started at wellsfargo.com slash time to refi. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank, N.A. NMLSR ID 399801, equal housing lender. Let's go to the hotline. Yeah, let's do this. The Truett Insurance and Bonding Hotline. Brittany, are you with us? Brittany. Hi, I am. Hey, good morning. Thanks for getting up and doing this with yeah. us. I know you got stuff going on this morning. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, we've been, uh, we actually, you're a great fit. We've been talking some TV stuff, and you yeah. have some background in this, but yeah. uh, I was, uh, I was, I don't know if this is good or bad, but Brittany is the reason I am going to Battle Republic. I went oh. there one time. <laughs> yeah. The first time I went, she was, uh, she was the teacher and did a good enough job to not chase me off. So <laughs> I've been there, but she has seen me uh, struggling in my back corner back there most of the time for about a year. But, uh, <laughs> You've done great about that, but I didn't realize all of this stuff you have going on oh, until yeah. I started looking up. You've got tons of things happening, and I uh, can't wait to, for you to tell us a little about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, you're not struggling in the back corner. So let's not. <laughs> uh, I can promise you I am. <laughs> now, this, this, here, here's, here is uh, 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 Exhibit A of her motivational skills, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, oh, let me say that, too. That's one great thing about Battle Republic. If anybody's looking for a gym, go up and, and check that out. It's a lot lot more fun than, like, running yeah. around the block. You get to punch the bag, and, uh, they, you know, you do some, some, some kettlebell stuff and all this. But yep. uh, uh, one of the things I really enjoy about it, at the end, they do this little stretching period, but all the, all the uh, instructors, they, they all are great at giving you kind of some positive uh, energy and quotes, you know, oh, there at the yeah, end, yeah, and uh, yeah. Brittany's one of the best at it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Aww. yeah, so it's yeah. good. All right, well, <laughs> let's talk about this. Talking about the TV stuff, uh, a lot of people will remember you from Last Chance. You, yep. uh, which I still have only seen a couple of shows of that. I need to go back and watch it. I saw like the first two, and Brittany, the thing, the one that I that that I, I want to focus on, and I'm going to let you talk from here on. Uh, but I remember, uh, they had a scene where you're like driving down the road in, in your, in your, uh, SUV and you said, you know, you didn't expect at this point in life to kind of be, you know, where you were and all of that. Uh, you know, you're at a, at a junior college working in academic, uh, yeah, 40 mile trip one way to yeah. Scuba, yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And yeah. I thought that was such, it's so relatable to so many yeah. people. Yeah. And, you know, then uh, this thing has happened. This show came in and did it. And I would assume kind of changed your life in a way. So tell us a little bit about that. But then I want to hear about the book and the, and the teaching down at Montevallo, all of that. So yeah. uh, ju- jump in. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I tell kids all the time, like when I do speaking engagements, I say all the time, you know, it wasn't my dream. I didn't, I wasn't dreaming in my bed of moving to Scuba, Mississippi and working (laughs) at a tiny junior college with junior college football players. Like that wasn't, you know, my dream was to be at, you know, in the SEC or at at a big time school and, um, and, and, you know, working with SEC athletes and, or, or professional athletes. And, but I think, you know, that's a good lesson and it's applicable to everybody that all opportunities aren't shiny. Oh, for sure. But it's still an opportunity. And and I think that you can take an opportunity that's covered in dust and you can dust it off and then you can make it, you can make it shiny. I mean, you can create a great opportunity out of something that maybe from the outside doesn't look that great. And 
I took that job. Um, I actually was working in the SEC at the time that I got the offer, um, but the, but I was offered a position where I could build something from the ground up, and I could we were you know we were building an athletic program with the goal of winning championships, sure. and I was going to be on the floor level of that and, and build it. And I thought in my mind, if I go there and I do this, and I'm there about three years. And I prove myself that I can build something from the ground up and I can work with these athletes that nobody else wants to work with and I can be successful, then that big-time position at that big-time school will call and I'll go. And, I'll, and I thought, I'll be here about three years and then I'll move on and I'll have the dream, you know, the dream job and, I'll, and life will be great. Well, six years later, <laughs> I was still sitting there. Um, we had won three national championships. We did build the program. I had received the offers from the big-time schools and the big-time positions, I could not leave the place because every year that I would get the offer, there would be that one athlete that I felt like, I can't leave yet. Like, I have to see this this guy through. I have to make sure he gets it out. I have to make sure that he's okay. And I would stay, and I would stay another year and another year, and then all of a sudden I've been there six years. But then all of a sudden I'm there six years, and 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 I have to be honest, at that point, about about the six year mark, maybe the five year mark, I was kind of I, I was kind of getting depressed. I mean, I was kind of like losing my mojo, and I was I was kind of feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be here forever, and I've got to get out. And why am you know why didn't I take that job or whatever? And then all of a sudden, right when you're at that point where you kind of want to give up and you want to quit, and you're thinking nothing you do matters. Um, I got a call from Netflix <laughs> and you know, it, which that's an extreme, that's an extreme story. Oh. But I think it, I think the same type of things happen to people every day, sure. um, you know, where you're at that point right before you want to give up and then the magic happens, you know, because yeah. you didn't. And um, I was still there and I got the call and Netflix wanted to do this series. And, um, you know, at first I said no, because I was, I was, not trusting Hollywood and not trusting reality TV and not trusting, I, I thought, you know, all these people from LA are going to come in and m- make fun of yeah. the South and make fun of Mississippi. And, and these guys are fragile and their stories are fragile. And, um, and then once I met with the producers and really started to understand what type of documentary they wanted to make, um, I agreed to do it. And, and yeah, it has completely changed my life. Um, I mean, it, my life will never be the same. I can't go back. Yeah, right. Um, but but it's you know it's 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 good. It's for the better. And I've received, you know, I've had amazing opportunities since then that I never would have had without that show. And so, you know, I think I think it's a, an incredible story that translates to to pretty much every everybody. Um, in that, you know, you can take a dusty opportunity and you can make it shine, and then. It, when you don't give up and when you keep going and you keep putting one foot in front of the other, great things happen. I mean, you know, th- things just start to fall in place at some point. And, and that was exactly kind of what has happened to me my whole journey. Well, don't you um, think, uh, I mean, even before the show came along, though, it's like you said, it, you were you were concerned about trying to help, uh, you know, this kid or this kid. Uh, but think about the impact you I mean, in that position that you made on these guys' lives, and I mean, some took advantage of it and some didn't, but, uh, you know, you you had the opportunity to really shape somebody's life. And that's why I took the job, you know, honestly, because I I was feeling, I've been working in the SEC for about four years, and I felt like at that level, you were just checking the boxes that the NCAA told you to check. You know, I mean, you were doing the things that the NCAA wanted you to do. 
but I did. I didn't really feel like I was making that much of a difference. I mean, these guys were high level athletes. They just, you know, academics was just not. They they had already made it to their dream spot. Their dream was to play in the SEC, and they were there. And then some of them wanted to go on and play in the NFL, but but I just didn't feel like I was that effective with that caliber of an athlete. And then I got this offer to go to East Mississippi, and. You know, I, I wasn't excited about going to scuba, and I mean, that, that wasn't a dream thing, but I really started thinking, you know, this is the place, Brittany, where you can really have the impact, and if that's why you got, if that's why you took this job, and like, if that's why you got in this career, if you got in this career to, to impact people's lives and change them for the better, then when you get the opportunity that gives you that, that if, if you don't take it, you're kind of a fraud. Like you got, yeah. like here's the opportunity yeah. that you where you, this is what you've been saying you want to do, and now here's the opportunity to do it, and you're not going to take it because it's in a it's in a bad spot. Like no, you got to go and you got to do it. And so I took it, and I honestly took it because that was I saw. No, we lost her. Well, that was uh, that was Brittany Wagner. Uh, she's a speaker. She's a Renaissance person. She's uh, uh, you know famous from the Netflix Last Chance. You, uh, I hope we get her back in a second because I wanted to share that we actually have a connection with one of the students that she poured into there in Scuba. Uh, but I thought it was interesting, Tony. You know, she mentioned about uh, that that when she you know the scene that you recall, she's sort of lamenting. I didn't think this is where my life would be at this point. Here, here she's back on the air. Uh, she's, she's getting there. She's getting let's there. See. Yeah, let's see if we've got her. Brittany, Brittany, you there? Yeah. There hey. we go. Hey, l- listen, we're on the air with Brittany Wagner. She's a renaissance woman, an author, a motivational speaker. She's uh, uh, famous for her, her time in Netflix, Last Chance. You, Brittany, you may not know this. You wouldn't know this, but we actually share a bit of a connection with one of those men that really, I think, kind of uh, played a string in your heart, and that's Dakota Allen. So my college roommate was is David Gibbs. He's actually an alumni of this show. He was on a few weeks ago. David Gibbs was the defensive coordinator of Texas Tech. And, of course, Dakota had gotten sideways with the law, which landed him in Scuba, Mississippi, and therefore into your room. And uh, he played a big role in one of your seasons. And, of course, you know, I, I definitely through your help, through your molding, through your crafting, he ended up back at Texas Tech with David Gibbs and, and was an incredible leader for that team. And, of course, now I, th- I think, in fact, he just got some snaps the other day with the Cleveland Browns. But, uh, y- you know, you, your impact is real for sure. Yeah, you know, Dakota is a special person. I mean, he's definitely in probably you know, 15 years of working in college athletics. He's up there yep. in the in the top five, you know, of just sure. guys that I've worked with. But, you know, and he came in. He was a great kid. He was a 4.0 student at Texas Tech. Yes. He was a leader for that team before he got in trouble. I mean, Absolutely. He, he wasn't this bad kid that wasn't that, that didn't – I mean, he came from a good family. He he was an engineering student with a 4.0, yeah. a leader on that football team, and he makes one bad decision. Yep. And loses it all, yep. and ends up at East Mississippi. And he he could not forgive himself. Like he, he could not. He he just thought like I've, I am this mistake. He was defining himself by the mistake that he had made, and yeah. he was struggling so badly to get it out of his head and like really allow himself to move on from it. Sure, sure. And so my work with him had nothing to do with academics. I mean, he was a smart kid. He didn't need me. He was going to make it academically without Brittany Wagner, but my work with him was more on his mindset and just forgiving himself and, and allowing himself to not be defined by that mistake. And um, and he worked really hard at our place. Um, everybody loved him. The players looked up to him. And I was so excited when, you know, I got the call and, 
and Texas Tech was ready to take him back. And they actually, he went back to Texas Tech, and that next year, I don't know if you remember, but that next year they played in the Birmingham Bowl. Yes. Oh, yes. And I I went to the game, and um, actually Kennedy and I took tech, took Dakota out for a steak dinner the night before <laughs> the game, and then we got to go to the game, and I was on the sidelines and, um, you know, got to watch him play. And it just he's just an incredible guy now he's he was with the jaguars just got traded to the browns but i just saw it last night where he led the team in tackles yesterday yeah, yeah um, he, in their preseason game so he's crushing it um and yeah i i just i love that kid his family he's a really great role model for every young athlete out there it's sure. interesting to think about god's plan right so you know you you yeah. you were i go back to tony's comment about you being in that SUV saying, I never thought that, you know, my life would look like this, right? And in that moment, it was in the, almost the taste of a lament, right? But you can actually go back and, and I think echo those exact sentences today in the context of celebration, right? I never thought that my life would be this today. And, and, you know, you have a guy with Dakota who can't forgive himself for this one little mistake that lands him in Scuba, Mississippi, that impacts your life as you impact his. And, And frankly, I would have to say he had to have had an impact on the other guys on the team, right? So it's just, oh, yeah. it's just really interesting to see how, how God works through all these things. And, you know, you had mentioned the sixth year. There was a sermon I listened to once, and it said, don't stop on six, right? And the concept yeah. was the walls of Jericho. We're going to take seven days to walk around the walls of Jericho in a plan that really sounded like lunatic when, when, when you explain it to somebody who isn't Joshua, right? And on the seventh day, we're going we're gonna to go around seven times. Well, you know, it would have been realistic in human understanding to stop on the sixth day and just say, I'm not going to do this anymore, right? Or to stop on the sixth time on the seventh day. And, and I love that six ended up being such an important part for you that on that sixth day, you started to have this itch, started to have this ring. But by golly, you know, the equivalent of that seventh led you into sort of the rest of the story where you're having this impact all over the place. I mean, yeah, you, you speak to groups yeah, everywhere. I mean, sure. like the list of people you, you have uh, <laughs> got to go to is amazing. And, uh, you know, tell some of that experience too. I mean, just going from, uh, you know, kind of an everyday life uh, to one, you know, it had to be, uh, you know, weird or interesting or however you want to say it, that people start recognizing you, I'm, I'm guessing, oh, yeah. when you're out. And then uh, they do start, you know, in, engaging you to come uh, talk to their companies. And uh, how, how's yeah, all of that yeah. been? Well, the fame is something I didn't, you know, you, you don't, I didn't sign up for that. I mean, I wasn't, I didn't take a an education job in Mississippi with the thought that I would be famous one day. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it wasn't what I was looking for. Um, But at the same time, I'm grateful for it. Um, I heard uh, Charles Barkley said one time, I was listening to him talk and he said, you know, people were asking him if he gets annoyed when people come up to him or, uh, or recognize him. And he said, you know, I can't, I can't get annoyed with the people that are allowing me to continue to be yeah. successful. Oh, for sure. You know, if no one knew who I was and no one liked me, then I wouldn't be able to continue this life. And so that's really the attitude that I took on from the beginning. Right. You know, when people recognize me and people follow me on social media and people want to hire me to come speak, I mean, I mean, that, like, this is how I live. This is my livelihood now. And so I, I can't ever be upset that people yeah. recognize me or want a picture or whatever. Sure. And so grateful for that um speaking is it would not again not something i ever thought i would do i would have to say of all the things i do it's probably my favorite thing to do um i I feel like i can talk on on the line with impacting people i mean obviously that's still my goal and still what i want to do in my life is is impact 
people to be their best self. And when you can walk in a room and have a captivated audience of a hundred plus or a thousand plus people who, and you're, you're standing in front of them and you have 45 minutes, you know, alone with them having to sit there. I just feel like it's such an opportunity to really change people or at least I always say if one person walks away with one thing that I said that really resonates with them, then I've done my job. For sure. Because I think it only takes one. You know, if I can impact one person and and something about them changes because of the message that they heard from me, and then they go out and change one person, and they go out and change one person, I mean, that's how you create change. And so I I love going out and speaking for that reason. Uh, And I also absolutely love meeting people and hearing their stories, like hearing how the show impacted them or hearing how maybe I walk in a room and they have no idea who I am, but by the end of it, you know, they are impacted by my message and, and, and them coming up to me and saying, you know, oh my gosh, that resonated with me and here's why that resonated with me. I mean, those are the things that kind of keep me going For sure. because you start to realize that what you're doing really does matter and, and people need the inspiration. They need the motivation. I mean, people, we need to hear those, those inspirational stories. Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you um, what, I you're, you're good it. at it, uh, without a doubt, but Hey, I hate to have to let you go, but we got to wrap up. We could keep, I could keep talking well, about all this. Yeah. Come forever. on back on. Yeah. yeah we'll get sure. you back on yeah. for sure. If you want to, but, uh, Hey, tell everybody in closing, just, you know, how to, how to contact you. And, uh, if they want you to speak to their group or any of that, uh, tell yeah. them how to reach you. My website, brittanywagner.com, um, social media, Instagram, Twitter is Brittany underscore MS girl from Mississippi girl. I have a Facebook fan page. It's Brittany Wagner. Um, I also have a book out. It's called Next Chance You, and that can be purchased anywhere, Amazon or any bookstore. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. it, I think. Well, fantastic. Thanks so <laughs> much. Come for, to Battle Republic. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, uh, right. hopefully I will see you later this week uh, if I can yes. drag myself up there yeah, again. Take but, care uh, of Tony. Yeah, yeah uh, but uh, appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you Thank soon, you okay? Too. Thank you all. All right. All right, bye-bye. Thanks, Thanks. Uh, Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, Brittany Wagner, yeah. literally, literally the best, a man. renaissance woman, right? I mean, a Battle Republic instructor, a motivational speaker, an author, uh, uh, a, a Netflix personality. Don't let this flop. The new podcast from Rolling Stone, focused on the latest TikTok trends and memes with EJ Dixon and Brittany Spanos. People on TikTok are becoming convinced that pandas are not real animals. There's a lot of trivia about pandas that just underscores how weird they are. Like, did you know they're carnivores, but they almost exclusively eat bamboo? No. They also pee upside down. (laughs) Did you know they love to pee upside down? (laughs) Don't let this flop. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.